0: Well, welcome to the first legitimate episode of Daily Commute. <clears throat> I am on my commute this morning. It is a sunny and nice Sunday. This is August 27th, nearly September, nearly Labor Day. Uh, I don't know where August went, it we went by so fast. But uh, here we are. <clears throat> so I'm here driving. Abingdon to Highlands Fellowship which is where I work. I'm the online director there which is a fancy way of saying that I handle all of our sort of online strategy and content website development um, and mainly our online campus uh, that we stream live on Sundays and Mondays and and then engage with people throughout the week. All that kind of falls under my job title as online director so I just started this job uh, right at a month ago, I'm celebrating my one month of being at Highlands, and it's been incredible so far. And I can't wait to see what happens just uh, sort over of the next few months and, and next year as we gear up for 2018. Uh, it's going to be a really great time. So I'm thankful for the opportunity to do this, and um, yeah, it's been it's been it's been a great transition. And so um, yeah, we are commuting. I want to talk for a few minutes about a technology thing, but really it's a question about the the consumer world that we live in. And that is that the new uh, iPhone 8, iPhone legacy, whatever you want to call it, is coming out. Um, in the next few weeks maybe as early as the middle of September like the 12th maybe they'll announce it um, still waiting exactly but there's so many reports and speculations and prototypes and working m- uh, the, the surprise is gone okay uh, we hate being surprised now apparently you know I used to love watching the Apple keynote the day they would release a phone or I remember watching um, and actually being on a podcast uh, which was super nerdy and techie called Tweet Talk when Twitter was really popular back in 2008 or so, when the iPad first came out, and we were watching that live, and it was incredible. And, like, now, I, I mean, the announcement's not going to be that exciting about a new iPhone, because everybody already knows all the stuff that's going to go into it. But, it does make me have sort of a, a question on two fronts. Number one, uh, this phone is probably going to cost around $1,000 and maybe more to get the model you would want with enough storage. You're probably going to have to pay like uh, almost $1,100, which uh, is crazy when you can uh, literally buy an Apple computer for that kind of price. Like you're, you know, MacBook Air is definitely where that price You're creeping into even 13 inch MacBook Pro territory now for the same price as a phone. And so we have commoditizationized, commoditized, I'm not exactly sure what that word is, but you know what I mean. we made phones such a commodity and charged astronomical prices thanks to uh, a lot of factors that now we're paying over a thousand dollars for phone, phone, but, but you're just going to pay for it over time. You're going to pay 30 bucks a month for two years and you won't think about it. And on one hand, like, I guess that's okay because you can finance it. And, I'm, I mean, I've, I've done that for phones. Everyone does that unless you just have, you know, $1,000 laying around. But in two years, I don't, are you still going to want that phone? That's what I'm struggling with right now. Like, I have an iPhone 6 that was um, actually given to me. By one of my pastor friends who upgraded his phone, I had gone away from the Apple side for about a year and a half and had a Galaxy S5 and um, actually really liked it, except that I hated the way they did software updates for uh, for cellular companies and and phone providers. It was horrible, so <clears throat> I. I would be much more likely to keep an Android phone if I had like a Google Pixel or a Nexus phone because you get straight stock Android, you get all the updates just like Apple does. Right? The way they do the Galaxy phones and LG phones makes no sense. So, anyways, I came back to to Apple. I was gifted an iPhone. It has a cracked screen in one pot in one spot, um, but it's a 64 gig iPhone 6, and it still works just fine. Uh, honestly it works great and it takes care of my needs every single day and so now I'm really struggling because do I try to get a new iPhone that's gonna future-proof me for a few years or do I uh, now I'm gonna have like three or four different options to upgrade uh, I could get a 6s I can get a 7 I could get a 7s or you know whatever else comes out or the new iPhone 8 legacy iPhone and uh, you know I don't know so I'm really wrestling with is it worth it to pay for that. Is it worth not having the latest and greatest technology because we live in a world that just creates stuff and then we throw it away? You know, there's nothing wrong with my iPhone 6, but I feel like I need a new one, right? Uh, And at some point, iOS 11 or 12 is going to overtake the abilities of my phone. And so um, there's a real struggle with future-proofing with, you know, what do you do with this stuff? And um, I don't know. I just. We have to be coming close to a world where people start building machines that last longer again and technology that lasts longer and doesn't always have to be um, on the cutting edge of thinness and slimness, uh, but they could build something that's going to last for a long time. I still have my original MacBook that I got in 2006 early 2007, yeah, um, that I got in high school, and so that thing still works. Not great, but it still totally works, and I have used it forever. So, I don't know, I'm excited about new stuff, I love technology, but I'm also a little concerned about the, the way that we're going in consumerism culture and technology collision.